Welcome to Question Your Garden, an introspective podcast intended for self-exploration and personal development. I'm your host, Alicia, and I'm the crazy human who thought chatting about my own mental health journey might be helpful for you. I do hope you'll stick around. Now, it needs to be said, this podcast is not a substitute for mental health treatment or diagnoses. You should always consult with your doctor or therapist before making any changes to your treatment. Remember, I'm just a person on the internet talking about my own personal experiences and am in no way qualified to make life-changing decisions for you. Today's topic is one that's been pervasive in my life for a while. It needs some scrutiny, too, especially since I started this whole podcast out by, quote-unquote, bitching about being only recognized by or known for chickens. I have a fairly long track record of starting things and not finishing them, or having grand ideas and then not seeing them through to completion. I drew a lot as a child. I was fairly decent at it. As I progressed through high school, life got in the way, and I found less time to draw. I've thought about starting up again over the years, but have wanted to get into digital artwork instead. I mean, there's just so much you can do with digital media. But I'll be honest, pinning down the time to learn these new techniques and actually practice, it's been overwhelming to the point that I just don't. I've always wanted to be a writer, too. Or at least get a book or two published. It just always feels like my creativity hits a wall after I've written a chapter or two. Then I give up. After seeing some kick-ass sculpting work, I wanted to get into clay sculpture making, too. In my head, I felt I could manipulate the details on the, qu- on the clay quite well. When I bought some stuff to get started, though, it was way harder than it looked, and since I didn't pick it up immediately, I just put all the things down. I ran Pitbull Rescue for a while, too, and we did really well. We were making a difference. And then, my world started changing. I needed more help from volunteers and couldn't get it pinned down. I may have had some trouble letting things go as well, which only made it more difficult to get others involved. In the end, I didn't have the time, money, or mental capacity to continue, and I had to dissolve the rescue. It was one of the hardest decisions I'd ever had to make. I blogged for a while, but again, life got in the way. And I ran out of time and creativity to devote to more content. My next interest was with photography. I stuck with it for quite a while, and while I've improved, I've kind of given up on the idea of making a career out of it. I don't think I'm good enough to warrant having anyone pay me, and the thought of royally fucking up someone's pictures makes me want to find a huge rock to crawl under. I'll still take photos when the mood strikes, but I've stopped looking and researching on things that could encourage continued growth. 
Managing a farm and livestock has always been a lifelong interest of mine, too. And that's what ultimately led me to my start with chickens. I figured I could get some fun birds and enjoy their eggs. Then I wanted to try hatching. And then I thought I could sell chicks. And then I started scheming up some genetic projects. Now, while I'm still going to keep most of my birds, I'm looking at scaling back and only keeping my favorites and working on a single genetic project for my own personal enjoyment. I've sunk a lot of money into the hobby and hopes to get a bit of a return on investment to at least break even with the expenses. That hasn't happened and it's left me with some feelings of disappointment and defeat. Like, with a full-time job, I only have so many hours a day available to me to work on any sort of marketing or meeting up with people or general care of the birds as a whole. And without getting involved in a specific poultry improvement program, I can't ship any birds to people that are further away. Not like I'd really have the time for shipping things out either. That time available, or lack thereof, has me hesitating on getting any other farm animals as well. I want goats, but why would I get goats if I don't have the time to spend with them? I want horses, but why would I get horses if I don't have the time to spend with them, much less ride them? I want some donkeys or mules too, but again, why if there's not enough time to have with them? One would think that maybe I should look at changing my employment, but without my employment, I couldn't afford all the things I want either. That, and I do happen to like what I do. And now, here I am on a new endeavor, podcasting. I've gone into this with a small hope of a little bit of cash flow occasionally, but a very tiny one. The leading purpose has been for my own mental health and working to push me out of my cozy little chair. At least this time I've gone into it expecting some level of failure in the future. There's going to come a time in my life that... It shifts in such a way that continuing to get on the mic isn't something I'm going to do anymore. But until then, I'm going to try to make the best of it. Honestly, it's probably been the easiest thing of everything listed for me to have gotten involved in. Well, at least up until the point that someone comes along and either leaves me a scathing review for me running my mouth when I have no business doing so, or... That point where someone tries to take what I've said and otherwise attempt to ruin my life with my own words. The internet's a scary place. Anyhow. People have tried to build me up and encourage me. They make suggestions and do the right thing so that I feel less inclined to quit. I commend them for their efforts, especially since I can be a bit of a pain in the ass to deal with when I'm feeling like crap about something. The truth is, abandoning, abandoning my dreams has many underlying reasons. I'm scared. I'm afraid to fail. I'm afraid of people seeing me even though I want to be seen. The fear makes me feel defeated and helpless. I don't want to feel stupid. I don't want to be judged for what I create. 
I don't want to attack my own self for not being good enough when something doesn't turn out like I'd planned or envisioned. If you've listened to episode 10, The Lies I Tell Myself, it'll make sense why I may be a bit apprehensive about overcoming the fears I have of myself. I'm not very nice to me. I never feel like I have enough time. Others demand time for me, and I haven't valued making time for myself. I mean, my boss has to remind me to take time off, otherwise I'm going to lose my vacation days that I've accrued. It's not that I'm a workaholic, I just don't find any sense in taking time off if I don't have something to do in place of that time that I'm typically needed at work. I've not been able to set boundaries. I don't ask for help. Excuses are easier to come by. Very rarely has anything I've wanted to do ever been so much of a priority that I demand time for it. That I make time for it. That I defend my right to create and explore no matter how terrible the outcome. It does tend to feel that my time is not my own and... I'm so loaded with fear that demanding time for myself just isn't worth trying to fight through that fear. It doesn't help that so many people are used to me agreeing to help or be part of things either. Since I haven't valued my time, why should they? The fear hampers my motivation. The fear dictates what I will or won't do. The fear feeds me excuses and I willingly take them because... It's better than possibly getting hurt, yes? Ha. How do I learn to dream so big that I have to chase it? Fear be damned. That I have to do whatever is reasonably necessary to reach that dream. That I have to understand that I am capable, despite my willingness to give up in the past. Another part of me has to wonder if it's just not a simple fact that I'm not quite comfortable with myself. That I don't trust myself. When I step to the side and consider that I have time in the evenings to learn to draw again or to wander away to go write for a bit, I reject it because I'm not alone. That was a problem with the photography as well. I found trouble in actually creating because other people were or would be present. Friends offered to have me visit and do whatever without expectation, just so I could get the practice in on shooting around other people, but I just flat out refused. I couldn't. The fear gripped at the mere thought of driving to their house with my equipment and taking photos in a different environment. Why does another person's presence or potential presence cause me to put on the brakes? Why am I letting that stop me from pursuing things I'm interested in? I mean, I don't really want to be asked questions about what I'm creating or why, especially when it's just a matter of me exploring or learning how to do something. And if they give input on what I'm doing without me asking for it, it almost feels like like they're taking it away from me. Like my creations aren't mine to create. Like I'm not good enough to be doing what I'm doing. 
could it be that I'm tired of being at risk of feeling like I'm not good enough based on my interpretation of someone else's actions in response to what I'm doing? Is that my default response to someone's inquiry on what I'm doing? Do I instantly get annoyed with the question because I think it'll just pave the way for them to say something that makes me feel like I'm not good enough? It seems my aversion to all of it is feeling not good enough. I don't make the time because I'm not good enough. I don't create because I'm not good enough. I want all my practice to be in private so I can try to fight or ignore those feelings that I'm not good enough. Never mind that I'll never be good enough if I don't put in the time. I abandon my dreams because I don't feel that I'm good enough to chase them. I can't wait to fucking unravel that one in therapy. It doesn't matter how often or in what ways I may hear from other people that they think I'm good enough or more than enough. Until I believe that I'm good enough as I am, that thought is going to persist. That belief is going to stand in the way of my dreams and keep encouraging me to quit. I'm not sure yet on where that belief is in the garden. I also kind of wish I knew who all had a hand in planting that one too, because I'd really like to just kick them in the shins one good time. But that's not nice, so I digress. It kind of feels like it's one of those pretty fence hedges whose branches were woven together over the years until it created a strong physical barrier. Was this planted around my creativity? Around my core sense of self? Maybe it's time to cut a couple of gates into that fence. Invite people in every now and again. Maybe. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Your support means a lot to me, even if it's just a simple share on social media or to a friend or family member who you feel might enjoy the podcast, too. Also, I can't forget to give a shout-out to both Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com and Scott Buckley at Scott Bach... <laughs> Let's try that one over. Or Scott Buckley at scottbuckley.com.au for the music transitions they provided for use in the show. If you want to shoot me an email, it's questionyourgarden at gmail.com. Be sure to check out the show notes for any links or additional information from the episode. Until next time, keep weeding. Mm-hmm.